Welcome to 80s Babies and the Great Cinematic Debate, the podcast where we rewatch and obsess over the movies that we loved as kids, the movies that we probably saw as kids, the movies that ultimately shaped our generation as kids growing up in the late 80s and early 90s. I'm your host, Sam, and I'm joined today, as always, by Charlie. Hello, Charlie, hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing today? I am so good. Um... I want to say that I'm good just because, you know, in, in life it's all right. But after watching this movie, my life was very, very bad. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was so awful. We watched, what did we watch? The we best. watched the Ewok Adventure, the Ewok. Caravan of Courage. Caravan of Courage. It was like if you were to mash the gummy bears with shit. I mean, this movie was horrible. The, okay, the gummy bears are great, so I'm all in on that. I love the Ewoks and Jedi, and I'm very rare of a Star fan, Star Wars fan to say that, especially out loud, because they're... they're. I don't get... Are people not supposed to like people the Ewoks? People hate the I Ewoks. I love the Ewoks. Yeah, no. People hated the Ewoks. They have, Who are these people? They were... Because I'm to some, a Jar big Jar, Star Wars fan, and I love me some Ewoks. To some, the Ewoks were the first Jar Jar. A dumbed-down... Yeah, I, well, I mean, whatever. They're fugly. They're like so. They're so fugly that they're, they're like pugs. They're fugly. They're cute. Yeah. They barely like know how to breathe. Shitsus. <laughs> Shitsus is better. Respect. Respect. <laughs> but uh, what was this movie like? Nine hours? I think it felt like. No, it was like ninety minutes, if even. I mean, I feel like it could have been less. They they could have definitely edited down like a hundred and fifty-two of the little girl's lines to just you yeah, know the one good sure. take. But um. Any hoozles, medoozles. So we watched a Star Wars movie that people just want to forget. Yeah. Much like uh, Menace. <laughs> <laughs> well, what up? I said it. I fucking said it. Ooh, I wonder what I'd rather watch, Menace or this. <laughs> That's a toss-up. That's right? a toss-up. Toss At least has Menace has graphics. You know what I mean? Like, people hate the pod scenes because those were six hours. But, I mean, mm, I'm basic. It was all right for me. It was all right. Interesting. I know. It's a disheartening. Darth Maul is pretty cool, too. Yeah, I was a little turned on by a little Darth Maul. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. I thought, yeah, yeah. He can handle a stick. He can handle Charlie, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, this is the first uh, Star Wars story in the vein of Rogue One, except because... Technically, this is the first Star Wars story that has nothing to do with the Skywalkers. Oh, okay. I understand what you're saying. But also, this once Disney acquired Star Wars, mm-hmm. um, they went through, they hired people. I don't know why I didn't get called to do this, mm-hmm. but they hired people to go through all of the Star Wars universe of mm-hmm. stuff like these movies, books, because there's so many books yeah. that are like under the Star Wars name. And so they went through everything and picked what was canon and what wasn't. Do okay. you know what canon means? Important to the story. True to the story. Okay. So in the world of Star Wars, if it's canon, it means it's it's true thing in this world. So they went through and they labeled this movie as not canon. It's a legend. Ooh. It's a Star Wars legend. It's Ooh. not true. Why is that? Why was it picked out? I don't know. Because George Lucas wrote the script. Well... Because he hasn't fucked that up before, okay? <laughs> but uh, I just feel like, where does this lie in the Star Wars universe, aside from the Disneyverse? Okay. I looked it up. It takes place between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Though it was released after Return of the Jedi. 
So, I feel like, okay, so there that explains why they're like, ooh, weird humans. We can't communicate with them to all of a sudden. Yeah, because they're, they're riding around me. on horses. It was like, if this is after Return of the Jedi, you'd think they'd invade those Imperial compounds and, and I take don't... some stuff. I want to see what the Ewoks are up to now. I hope they're in the next movie. <laughs> Could you imagine? It's like a Sims. All of a sudden, they've had interaction with humans, and they have these huge empires, and they're like, yes, You know what I yes. mean? Like, they're like so Endor futuristic. Endor is like a whole different planet. Hell, y'all's queen. Y'all's. Because they took, yeah. what, no time for them? Because they went from hang gliders to like taking down AT, yes, AT-ATs. and yeah. Ugh. Yeah, man. These little shits are just so intuitive. They learn their language within, like, what, a day and a half of knowing these children? Yeah, they're super smart. They study C-3PO as a god, so. And, well, I mean, that. I would choose R2, but. The children do. didn't learn any word of their language. Not yeah. one word of their language. And they're like, oh, Sky Cruiser, near. Like, wow. God damn, <laughs> that's smarter than me. Yeah, so imagine, I hope they're in The Last Jedi. I just, could you imagine little Ewoks in The Last Jedi? I hope so. (laughs) Why would they have to go back to Endor? Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) Just make it. It could have nothing to do with the movie and I'd be cool with it. I'd be like, all right. A quick cut scene, just just fucking a bunch of Ewoks just dancing and drumming on shit and be like playing with Darth Vader's helmet's head or some shit. And then like, back to the story. Or maybe they just bring Luke there and like, Go back to your happy place. Was that yeah. Luke's happy place? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's where his father became white again. Oh, maybe it's since it's Darth Vader is where he was burned, his body. So mm. maybe Kylo Ren will go visit the spot, and then he'll get, like, attacked by Ewoks. They'll turn him good again, and Mike Drop. He'll give him the Care Bear stare and just be like, we love you! <laughs> he goes through the land of feelings. And everything's good. <laughs> you remember the names of the lands? <laughs> uh, so I just wrote The Last Jedi, so you're welcome. Yes, you did. that's not they how it goes, reshoot. Reshoot. I mean, this is just cross, what? Trademarks? Care Bears stare to Ewoks to fucking Land of Happiness. The Ewoks are basically like care bears. uncolorful Care Bears. Or Gummy Bears. They should be bouncing. The gummy bears are dope, yeah. The gummy, they're more gummy I bears love, than they are I love bears. how some Ewoks walk around. They walk around like either they're jumping or they're just like waving their arms right. around. Like they walk around like things. Phoebe from Friends Runs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a good one. They just don't give a fuck who's watching, okay? They kind of look like drunk toddlers. Not that I've been intoxicated a toddler, but like but toddlers see... just are like little drunk people sometimes. Well, if you ever... My niece and nephew, when they got back from the dentist, mm-hmm. that gas that kind of put them up, put yeah. them up. Yeah. It's adorable. Fun. So I think we should explain the plot a little bit here because we were privy to an exclusive DVD copy. Because <laughs> it is on DVD. My nephew lent it to me. Um, and I'm guessing that a lot of people that listen are either, are probably just not going to have access to this movie. That's. But. Okay. And maybe it's your choice to not have access to this movie, and for that, I understand. <laughs> so we'll just tell you about it. I remember watching this on, like, TV. Like, when you it had, like, a, a Sunday off. It was a TV off. movie. Oh, it was, was it really? Yeah, it was released on, like, Thanksgiving. And then that Christmas after Thanksgiving in the U.S., they released it theatrically um, in a couple countries, but not in the U.S. No, because what? <laughs> like Australia and Mexico. It's like the Gummy Bears meets the Teletubbies. 
That's the analogy, yes. Because they're like, ding, ding, they make those dumb little noises as communication. Okay. Ugh. All right, so. I know. Now, get doesn't it, matter. It doesn't it. matter. It's awful. It's awful. But I mean, I loved it as a kid. insinuating that the gummy bears are terrible. No, I said it's a lame version of the gummy bears. And I think the gummy bears, because they're all witchy, and they can make those little brews that make them bounce. And how adorable would that be to watch Ewoks bounce? Have you ever seen the Puffles? No, bounce, bounce, bounce. No. Oh, that was a dope cartoon in the 80s, where these little, like, creatures mm-hmm. um, could fold into themselves and just pop around. Oh, okay. It was really cool. I had a bunch of the stuffed animals, and... So it's like a My Little Ponies. Yeah. They wanted to sell toys, so they made kind of they're little like alien things that kind of look like they belong hanging out with Rainbow Bright. Oh, fun! She looks like yeah. a cool person to hang out with. She does. She looks like she may have like drug addiction issues, but like fun. Rainbow Bright, yeah. Cool. Anyway, so about this movie. Mm-hmm. So the whole point is these two kids crash land on Endor. I have a theory of why they ran. Their parents are so fucking annoying. Oh, wait, did they all, the whole family crash landed and then the kids ran off? Or, or was it the boy snuck in and took it? Because he was very remorseful in a later conversation at a campfire. All, none of them were from Endor. Right. And they all ended up there. Yeah, their so, crash cruiser landed. Crashed. There was two. Star cruiser crashed. So they were all on it originally together, am I right? Right, because I don't remember seeing the parents crash. There, yeah. or land to find. I remember them searching. Yeah. But I don't remember them being dirty either from a little crash landing. So like, I don't know why the kids. So we're okay, that doesn't attention. really make sense. Right. So yeah. they must have all crashed together, but then the kids ran away because the kid, the mace. Mace. Uh, he's an explorer. He's like my yeah. little uh, duck. He just mace wants to see things. Mace was upset that he's not a good kid, so he ran away. And then while the parents were out searching for them, they got captured by a thing. Yeah, the Minotaur-looking thing with the beautiful yeah. hair. That man has hair for days, and I'm envious. Because the way he would yeah. just flip it when he was fighting was just like, girl, this is yeah, a photo shoot. It's got layers. Mm. Yeah. He kind of reminded me of that guy's hair from Who Made the Room. Not the new one that was cinematic and beautiful, but the one with oh. the old man and the bunch of young kids that he just wanted to bang. Oh, are you going to go see the... I forget what it's called, starring James Franco, where he, it's about the making of the room. No, I had never heard of this. Have you ever seen, if you, if, I ladies and gentlemen, room, if anybody out there has never seen the room, the like old, the one who the millionaire spent all of his money making it was just horrible. You need to see it and you need to watch the special features, okay? The special features are just as important as watching the movie itself. They use the same sex scene twice cut for shot for shot i mean it's so bad it's it's so bad it's so good like it's yeah. hilarious and get ready for that james franco movie that's coming out about the making of it it's like a fictional oh that's exciting to hear <laughs> yeah you love you some james franco i do he's part of my james Hugh james he's just yeah. a delicious little morsel i don't want to hear him talk about his art because i feel like that can get kind of sending and annoying and it's like okay i get it you're a little hipster but I would listen to him if he was shirtless talking about his art. <laughs> I mean, it's not, like, amazing under there, but it's still that something to see. That says a lot about both James Rico and you. I'm basic. Um, I'm basic. So we're just going to do the whole plot summary real quick before we really get into it. So the parents get captured by the, the majestic being. The with Minotaur. The, with the dope hair and the great facial expressions. The rock music god. Yeah. And 
the kids get found by the Ewoks mm-hmm. and taken back to camp where the little girl's sick. Then Mace goes out with them to help get medicine. Get medicine, and they fix her. And I think then, it's maple syrup that they go get, but that's okay. That's fine. You know, it's sugar. Delicious. She just needs sugar. She's diabetic. <laughs> She just eats candy all the time and just was throwing a temper tantrum. And <laughs> she dies slowly. We are, thank God I'm not a parent. They <laughs> got whining again. Why is it sweating? Give it a towel. <laughs> so when she gets better, they need to figure out how to find their parents. They run away to find their parents. Because Earth kids are dumb. Get- they're not from Earth, though. Okay, well... I thought they were from Earth, but they're not. They're in, like, the Star, Star Wars, Wars universe, because they dress like they're from Star Wars. They have a Star Cruiser. They dress like they're from the 80s, so they had moon boots on, headbands, tight yeah, pants her headband with, like, was tight. vests with yeah. those puffy, puffy well, vests. Well, but he had, like, the... Mace had, like, the Luke Skywalker outfit. Was that George... What's his... Josh... Mm, shit. Hang on. I Hamilton. Know what you're talking about. Is it his ch- child? Is it his son? Luke Hamilton. Skywalker. Is Mark Hamill. Mark is it Hamill. Mark Hamill's son? No. God, that's a spitting image, isn't it? I think they just really were trying to recreate that. They nailed it. Because that's got to be his niece or that. They also did that with the okay, mom. She has niece. like the Princess Leia lilt to her voice, the way she talks. She reminded me of Olivia Newton-John. Like she was going to get physical. Physical. She had that whole outfit working out. I she loved did. her. She, she had that did. little pony. Even though she was dirty, she still rocked it. You know what yeah. I mean? She was like, um, what is her name? Not Tyra Banks. Naomi Campbell, when she was doing her community service, even though she's disgusting, she's still a dumb boy. Nice. Good for her. Um, so, where are we caught up to? Okay, so they... <laughs> Sorry, they ran away from the Ewoks to so try to go Ewoks, find their parents. The Ewoks are like, okay, so this is important to them, so we're going to help them. Well, we forgot that big beast are. trapped them in that oh, yeah. tree. Right. And they saved, the Ewoks saved them. Yeah, because they're great. And so they help them find out where their parents are. They see, like, in a magical dreidel or something. Mm-hmm. And then they decide, the Ewoks decide to bring the kids there to help them free their parents. So that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they each get their little awards. It's super they fun. They get, right. It's they're going fun. on a journey. And they're all getting presents. They're going to Mount Doom. Okay. Basically, yeah. And the elf they stop queen by and is see giving Galadriel, them gifts. Right. Okay. And <laughs> they are just ripping off left and right. Oh, it's yeah, fun. except when uh, Mace looks into the pool, he gets trapped in it. Oh, that he was the only scene that I remember as a kid watching is when he bends over to touch the water and all of a sudden he's inside of it. Yeah, that's a cool. That's pretty cool. It's a really cool scene, but I think Harry Potter nailed it when Harry Potter's under the ice and uh, he's trying to get the sword. Yeah, I think that one was a way more. So it's Harry Potter's just better. This is just an almost. It's an idea that a lot of awesome movies already had. That's how I felt about this movie. Well, I mean, this. I would say that Harry Potter didn't already have it before this because this came out like totally. Before the All right, was I'm just saying it did it better. But yeah. No, this is not, like, an amazing piece Movie. of cinema it's like by any means, but it's it was entertaining to watch. I will say that this is as good as Splash, and Splash got nominated for Best Writing. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, this, okay. tell me connections don't matter so in Hollywood, like, I would bitch. like to okay. say, before the, before the humans arrive on the scene in this movie, there's, like, a good portion of the movie where it's just the Ewoks talking to and each other. And a narrator. Other. 
And they have to go find, because two of their kids ran away, so they have to go find him. It's a whole thing. And his way to find and his kids is a hang glider. Yeah, How badass of a dad do you have where he's like, oh, my kid, I'll just fly and handle some shit. It's my dream. I want to go hang gliding, but I don't want to die, so I'll never do it. But it looks like a lot of fun. It's awesome. It looks bad. like a lot of fun. I'm sure we could figure out a way for you to do it without dying. We'll, th- we'll talk later. Okay. Side uh, story. <laughs> Where was I? You're underestimating, stupidity, underestimating my stupidity. But we're going to move past that. Remember the hang gliding? So um, he's going to find his kids. And but he's... So they have this whole section of the movie where the Ewoks are just talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And since the Ewoks don't have any like similar English language and they don't do subtitles in this movie, mm-hmm. they have a narrator talk over it. A special to describe... guest narrator. Right. And he... Like, at some points, like, just describes what one of them is saying, mm-hmm. and at other times just describes what is happening. And I would have given the movie mad props if they had just committed to not having a narrator and just having you figure it out. Because right. you, you totally could have just picked up by, like, their what they were doing, mm-hmm. what was happening, because it's not that complicated of a premise right, from right. the bad. There's not a lot of thought put into this. Right. Right. So they did not need the narrator. I, uh... I just, I wish it would have been, uh, what's his face, fucking Tim Burton guy. <sighs> Riptorn? Not Riptorn. Uh, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, the dad. Okay, I feel like half of our podcast, if you combine <laughs> all of the minutes that we spend on you trying to remember names oh, of people. Come on, <laughs> what was his name? Like he was the voice of over. Thriller. He was the narrator on okay. Thriller. What is his name? I don't know. Oh, Christ almighty. I'm sorry. Fine, we'll move on. I'm stupid. It's fine. We'll move past it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, the narration, it reminded me of, again, that's something I'm going to have to describe because I don't remember the name, the Coke bottle (laughs) in the tribe. It's fine. So, we'll focus on what we do. Charlie, okay, we had to pause the movie because Charlie had to... (laughs) Describe what's that movie where they find a Coke bottle and they worship it? Yeah, and then they try to throw it back up because it causes problems within their community. People are fighting over it and they think it's from the gods. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. I said Google it and you decided not to. I decided against it. So, our fans out there, they'll let us fucking know and they'll laugh at us while they do it. And I respect that because I would too. Because we recorded this without any knowledge of what I want to talk about. So then we meet the little kids, and um, she's hiding in a little cabinet, looking amazing and crying because she looks yeah. good when she's crying. She's got a really cute cry. Like I have an ugly cry. Homegirl can pull it off. Okay, interesting take. <laughs> um, so her acting. Can we talk about that? She's the best part. Oh, it's <laughs> her acting is like if they had set her down and had her watch just the little clip of. Of Forrest Gump, where the little Jenny says, run, Forrest. This is before. And said, just do that the whole time. Because that's how she talks the whole time. My problem isn't with her. I think she's adorable and magical and everything she does is great. The problem is what she does is so cute that they want to use every fucking take of her doing the exact same line. So they just don't edit it down to one line so we can no, move on No, she just, like, repeats herself. But that's the edit. That's different shots. mommy and daddy. Well, it's not her fault. Somebody's behind no, no, a camera. No, you're right. Somebody, like, they're like, oh, I don't think they understood that she misses her mommy and daddy. They didn't Miss- hear the first one. Let's say it again. 
She knocked it out of the park, but maybe they didn't it's, get it. It's not just her because there's the scene where Mace does that too, where they're hiding in the tree, and he says, just rest now. Just rest now. He says it, the same take, he just says it twice. I didn't even and notice. And they keep it in there. <laughs> <laughs> like, our fans have our hard of hearing because this is geared for older people. Okay. They just really wanted to hit home those lines, so they repeated them all twice. There you go. And also that mace, I was trying to figure out who he reminded me of, and it doesn't take Mark me forever Hannah. to remember names because I think of them in my head before I say it out loud. I want to spit on He you. reminded me of Adam Banks from The Mighty Ducks. His look? Yeah, his look and his acting skills. Uber, to, Joshua Jackson? To, no, Adam Banks. Oh, okay, the guy who got not his wrist to, hurt. Right, not gotcha. to demean Adam Banks at all. Nice save. But um, it's like Adam Banks learned from this movie and then just got better at it. That's what I'm saying. Sure. He got <laughs> real better at it, absolutely. Real better, Look, yeah. I can rotate my wrist. Wow, Adam Banks. Use the hockey wow. stick. Use the stick. <laughs> God, if I had a nickel every time a man told me that, I'd have... I'd be right here. I'd be right here. So the creature that uh, took the parents looked like a genetically modified Wookiee. Did it not? So now I have kind this... Kind right, I have fear now that the, the Empire is using Endor to scientifically test on creatures it's not legally supposed to do it. This is like a PETA issue, and I think that was completely ignored in the 80s. This is 84. Oh, I see where you You know what I mean? Because it looks... So they're like it doing didn't eat scientific them. tests right. on, on So I think creatures. it has like a Lenny kind of complex, where it's like, pretty bunny. And that's why they're in the, cre in the cage, and they were never killed. It's just... It loves, but it doesn't know how to love because right. it's it's just it's a fucked up on a very very microscopic level. Yeah, except he did try to smush the Ewok. Well, right, but you know, bunny. Okay. You know, he, Lenny killed them all, but he loved them. He loved them dearly. I don't know what you're referring to. Uh, of mice and men. Oh, uh, okay. Because he just wanted to hold them close and just mm, adorable. Aww like you with your cats. Hey, my cats are alive. I resist that urge. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> There's I'm... a word for that, for for thinking something so cute you want to squeeze it. Ugh, it's called you have a, a violent reaction Gorgeous. <laughs> Did you look into my cat's eyes? They're adorable! I want to vomit! <laughs> and all the Ewoks are dirty. What is that? We couldn't clean? They're not, they can't go to the lake and wash themselves? They all Maybe look absolutely filthy. that's just not part filthy. of what they do. They don't bathe all the time. It's they're, disgusting. They're furries, okay? It would take a lot to... Okay, when you say the word furries, it's a very different context for me than when you, when what you're thinking of furries, okay? And I'm not the one that came up with the term. The little girl in the movie was petting it and said, ooh, furry. Right, right. But she didn't call it a furry. It, she just made a commentary <laughs> about what the texture was like. Okay? <laughs> furries is a very uncomfortable sexual subject that I don't want to go into. It ruined a first date with me, for me, with a professor, a college professor at Arizona State. Why? Because he was Because I got too into the conversation and I may have like said some funny shit that was uncomfortable that I didn't realize was like too much for some people. It's just a dumb, it's, it's. Oh wait, so he thought you were a furry? No, no, no. He, mm, you know, we're going to... He was a friend. No, not, not either. But I just started Googling things after our discussion, as one does when they find a conversation funny. And then I texted him some of the things that I found, which is not something you should do after. Something that you should do after a first date. 
Maybe not. Well, you live, you learn, I guess. And he wasn't prepared to an actual deep conversation about this so sexual you, you thing. So you have a uh, you have a history with furries, right? Furry chasers, he, I guess. He's not a chase. I can't do this. It's no, fun. but this little girl might be. Hey, get what you want. As long as everybody's comfortable with what everybody's doing, live it. Okay, <laughs> I'm just very not. So when they go find the medicine, Mason the Ewoks. Why, for the love of midichlorians, does May stick his arm nice. in a hole? Because it was a cute little skunk-looking thing. Yeah, but he looked like he was going to attack it. Yeah. He looked evil. In like, it. he and like... Under- and then he got his arm stuck, like the worm in, was it Empire or A New Hope? In the asteroid? Yeah, don't crucify me on not knowing which one <laughs> it is. I always forget which movie that was. That one was, uh, they were trying to run from Boba Fett. That was uh, Empire. Oh. Or is it Return of the Jedi? Because that was when, no. Mm. Mm. It's a scene that I don't love. this is embarrassing. And also because it doesn't, yeah, I don't love that scene. Why? That was a brilliant scene to go out with the trash? Or you mean in this movie? No, no, no. In that movie where they're in the, where they get eaten by the worm. Because they fly into it. Oh, right. And they get out, and they're like, we're inside of it. I don't know. I just, that scene doesn't do it for me. And it also didn't do it for me in this movie, because mm-hmm. he sticks his arm in there and gets hurt because he's an idiot. Right. But he doesn't learn anything from it, except that to not be an idiot, I guess. But his arm doesn't get hurt or anything. So it was like, hurt. What? It was red, remember? Yes, but then he refused medicine, and then it was fine. Well, maybe so, he's just been a little bruised. I mean, like he's what, not a bitch. I respect what that. What was the point of it? Curiosity. Because he didn't become a better person. Because, honestly, oh, in he the was really annoying movie. the whole time. Yeah, yeah, I don't, Maybe to show that it was a dangerous trek, and that's why they didn't have any extra medicine, because it's a kind of a bitch to go get. I guess. But, yeah, because I thought of that, too. I'm like, mm, they're over there. Literally, the whole thing could have been avoided. They just ignored the, like, flippy thing. I just feel like, I used to think, well, how dumb are fish to go after an anglerfish's little bulb? But then I watched this. I'm like, this dumb idiot just goes after it again and again. And because he goes after the little tinkerly fairly later. Yeah. I don't know what they're called, but the light sprite thing. Yeah. And it's just constant he's just dumb he just yells at his sister but he's the one who should be kept from trying to go get his parents because he can't handle yeah you're right look and for the first time i finally relate to people that don't like anakin skywalker oh yeah i can't because this dude mace has got real anakin tendencies yes but he's not hating christensen so i understand now So you just leave with your loin and not with your head is what you're saying. No, I hear you, basic bitch. No, that's fine. I just, I saw, I saw the prequels at a young age, young impressionable age, and I loved Hayden Christensen. And in my eyes, like, sure, talk about sand, not mad at it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Talk about anything, not mad at it. So anyways. I don't know how to do it. Mace is whines all the time he's ungrateful all the time he's basically just a a fuck boy he's basically mark hamill ew fuck boy yeah because he's so annoying like when they're all getting their presents to go on their journey one these ewoks are sacrificing their lives to help you right and the the spiritual one or whatever is giving them all presents he doesn't deserve a present, right? It's not like right, right. he's they're giving all, one yeah. because he needs it. 
they're giving him presents and he gets a rock and he's like, I don't want a rock. Are you kidding? That's for me. Which one is mine? And then he continues to talk about it as they're starting their journey. But it's like, like how f- annoying is that? Like, I'm helping you, bro. <laughs> you gave him a rock. Whine about rock. a rock. Yeah, but that rock was cool when it actually. He, he no, the rock it. wasn't cool. The arrowhead inside was cool. So if he had given him the arrowhead instead of the stupid rock, maybe it would have been a different situation. Yeah, but maybe it was activated by light, so it needed to be kept in the rock to not be used until the opportune time. Okay, listen here. Never to me, look it's like horse in the mouth. Actually, why is that a saying? Because isn't the point to look inside the mouth of the Trojan horse? Because then a lot of things would have changed. I don't, okay, well, I don't know what I just went through a whole thing. That was a moment. That was a moment. That was a moment. Now I don't even remember what I was going to say that I was going to bring up. Because that was like, okay, now we're into ancient Greek history, right? Yeah. Whoa. Your cats are crazy. I know. I love them so much. But I do that to them. <laughs> uh, what were we just talking about? We were talking about The Rock, and you didn't like The Rock. It's like, it's like in the movie Power Rangers. When the homeboy gets a frog. Like, yeah, why the fuck? Right. Like, I got a frog? Yeah, bitch about it. Because you just got fucking hosed. This motherfucker got a carnivore, and you're going to sit here and eat flies? Suck it. Okay, so you relate to him being upset about getting a rock. Yes! But it ended up being a cool present. His sister got a never-ending flame that will keep her in light. And he got a stone. This sure is a good candle. <laughs> That little girl. Like, she's got stock in candles. The best line in any Star Wars movie She ever. just likes quality. She really likes quality. God, this sure is a good candle. It never burns down. I'm like, oh, yeah. This sure is a good candle. <laughs> and it was free, too. I love a bargain. I love yeah. a bargain. Yeah. It's great. Good for her. And that's when they find the light things. And those that little light thing that he finds. Right. Um... When he actually catches it, it's really cool looking. Uh huh. I, I just thought I'd say. Oh, that was your kind of thought. Yeah. It looks okay, cool. Okay, here's my problem. So hard. So she lights the candle. Don't roll your eyes at me. I saw that. You just said this is my problem. So hard. So hard. <laughs> she, so the, he had the spiritual guy goes light the candle and bring it to the center and put it down. And that acts like the Ghostbusters trap and makes them circle and traps them all in the candle. Then, but what, 30 seconds later, if even, uh, Mark Hamill Jr. walks over and looks down and there's one of those little light sprites. And he picks it up and goes, oh, you must be lost and lonely. Where did your family go? I'm like, you just put him in the goddamn candle. You just fucking massacred the whole thing and then you act like a little victim. No. And then he keeps repeatedly doing that. Oh, he's all alone. What are we going to do? Let the yeah, family out. I was out. wondering that. If, like, she's feeling like she needs to go into battle against that, that, um... Rancor. Yeah. That crazy Wookiee. She needs to, because he uses the her... Wookie. Mm-hmm. As, like, a defense mechanism. And mm-hmm. she flies around and gets, his, gets in his eyes, and it's very effective. But I wonder, like, why she's so willing to help him. And I think it's because she's like, oh, he's making me do this in order to get my family back. Yeah, and little does she know. And it's then, like, bye. At the end, he's just was like, okay, well, so I guess this is the end for us, and I'm really sad about it, but right. I'm not going to give you your family back. And when that Minotaur thing, the genetically modified um, Wookiee organism, why wouldn't you light the candle and let all of them out? Because that would drive him crazy. Yeah. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Like, let them all out, and then you can just skedaddle and not give a flying fuck. No, who are the evil ones in this movie? Right. I don't know. These kids are terrible. It might be Mace. It might be Mace. It might be Mace. It might be Wicket. No. Because what Wicked if they just want to watch the world burn? They just want to watch the world fucking burn. And they know that by helping these kids do awful things, they'll watch it slowly go, so. Maybe. I thought for a second it was going to take a dark turn when um, they gave the little girl medicine. Yeah. And he was like, no, 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 no. And they said, no, chalk. And he's like, oh, okay. And I was like, what if they were just, like, fucking with them and was giving her something to turn her into an Ewok? And really, all the Ewoks were... Where they made right, they made people crash land on their planet, and then they turned them into Ewoks. Oh my God, that's brilliant! Christopher Nolan rewrite. (laughs) Too much. That would be a Star Wars story. Bum bum. But oh, that was Zelda. I went Zelda with it. I'm so sorry. I got my nerds mixed up today. I got my nerds mixed up. Yeah. Ooh, it's embarrassing. Uh, So they go and they find the Minotaur thing. They set them free. But they all climb into the cage. My wonder is why wouldn't you just tie it to a rock and throw the rock up at the rope? How are they going to get them down? They say that and then they all go up. All of them. Like that that was their solution. Why wouldn't just one go up? All the Ewoks go up and they're like, oom titty, oom titty. I know it's wrong. Wrong creature. I know it's fine. But you get what I mean. Yeah, I I do. They all went up. Like, an adult wrote this and didn't see the loophole. Now, if a seven-year-old wrote this, I'd be like, oh, that makes sense. They want to go up to their parents. That makes them get a hug. No. But he didn't even... Oh, yeah, he did. And then when they do finally get down, they go, we missed you so much. And they never really mention their daughter. They just go, oh, we missed you. Yeah, they don't say, like, hey, she's good, right? Like, where is she? Oh, no, I left her in the front of the cave to be attacked by a massive spider. But, no, she's good. Shelob? Yeah. They still... Shelob's there. I don't know why that happened. I don't know why either, but you did it, so here we are. Um, yeah. So, so then they go back. The he day. sets the sprite free and says, fuck your family. And uh, we never really know if they got off that little planet. Well, there is a sequel to this movie. I know. I didn't want to. And we may or may not be doing it. We don't know. Yeah, if the fans want it. If the fans just need it so hard. Although, uh, it didn't really help the whole, what is it, American tale, Wild America. Fans want it. The fans need it, but the fans ain't going to get it. Because the peeps can't find it. (laughs) Okay, we can't find it. Unless we pay $60 to buy it on Amazon. So, this movie actually is the first Star Wars movie that I ever saw. Sad. Yeah. And it turned you on to the series? No. Oh, okay. Did you disassociate from them? Uh, no, it was definitely, like, I know Star Wars is a kid's movie, but for me, when I was a little kid, like, it wasn't. Yeah. I definitely knew what Star Wars was, and I thought it was really cool. I remember seeing, like, a scene from it, and I thought, oh, my God, that's Star Wars. That is so cool. Mm -hmm. Like, that's for, like, what adults watch. And then one day at Target... They were playing New Hope for some reason on all the TVs. Yeah. And Target had a wall of TVs. And it was the Moss Eisley scene. So And good. my dad was like, oh, look, this is Star Wars. This is, like, the best movie ever. And I was a little kid staring at it like, this is terrifying. Like, they got off the arm. It's terrifying. <laughs> my friend doesn't like you. I don't like you. Yeah, it was scary. So I was like, oh, Star Wars is too, like, I can't. It's too scary. And so... 
I don't know why I watched this movie. Not because it was Star Wars. It's just like I watched it mm-hmm. and I thought it was fun. And then like didn't think of it again. And then I saw Star Wars eventually. And that, I, I guess that's the end of that story. I just really I was really Star God. Wars. Yeah, thanks. But I did see this movie before I saw Star Wars. I saw this movie way after I saw the original, and I remember, I didn't know they were, I knew that Ewoks were in Jedi, but I didn't know that they were still in the same universe. I just thought they used the same idea, but like made a dumbed down version of it for kids. That's kind of what they did. Right, but I didn't know it was still Endor, because I didn't really know the names back then, so I didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know that they ever say it in this movie. Yeah. They don't say what planet they're on. Mm. Or blue. I guess you're just supposed to know because there's Ewoks and I'm just a dumb little five-year-old kid trying my best. <laughs> so, Star Wars. So, Star Wars. Yeah, this so. is the one that started the wreckage. You know what I mean? Like, Jedi brought it back. Jedi brought it back. But then they got really shaky. Well, this this came out after Return of the Jedi. Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh, so this is just the proof that Okay, I'm not going to say it because I feel like he has henchmen that Lucas just can't reduce. Well, I mean, it's cool interesting. Shit. It's an interesting idea, right? Because Star Wars was funded the original mm-hmm. um, off of this novice filmmaker, relatively novice, and they're like, okay, we'll give him money, but we're also like putting a lot of money into it, so we need like other people to do checks and balances against him, mm-hmm. and so that's like that movie was amazing obviously we're here talking about it and then the prequels everybody just looked up to lucas is like well he knows what he's doing he made star wars and then it turned out for better or worse depending on how you see it Mm -hmm. exactly how he wanted it and wasn't getting like the creative criticism the naysayers yeah sophie one of our past um guests on our little podcast depot here she said that, that her goal in life would just be a celebrity naysayer, somebody who would just professionally be like, you know what, this is a dumb idea, and you're too rich for anybody else to tell you, but this is not something you should do. Oh, like she wants to fill that position. Yeah, yeah. And she said she's open for hiring, so everybody out there, just live your life, but just nice. in, in case you want to know, like, should I be making this um, artisanal fanny pack line? No, because they're <laughs> fanny packs. That's a dumb idea. Just saying. Some people get caught up in ideas, much yeah. like the Ewok movies, where it should be like, you know, this could put a tainted uh, opinion upon your series. But they fixed it, because it's, like, widely forgotten. People don't really talk about this movie in terms of Star Wars. And when Disney acquired the rights to Star Wars, they stopped, like, they cut this out. So this is not canon. So basically, it's irrelevant. I mean, but people will say about the Wookiee Christmas special. But it doesn't mean it wasn't made. Right. It was, right. That's definitely not canon. It's for sure not canon. (laughs) That is definitely not canon. So. But also the books, uh, there's this one book series that um, I could not tell you. Maybe it's called Heir to the Empire. But I read those as a kid. The Jason and Janica stories? I think so. It was a trilogy, yeah, about, well, it was still about, like, Luke and Leia. But they're kids. But also, one kids. of them goes to the light side, one of them goes to the dark side. Yeah, that's and the that's theory the first, that might be happening. About that's the, the new first ones. Um, mention of Coruscant ever. Of what? Coruscant? Coruscant, yeah. Because that came out in between the original and the prequels. Oh. So that was the first mention of that planet. 
But that was thrown out as Legend 2, so that's not canon. Isn't that crazy? That's annoying, because that series was good. It was. It was yeah, really good. That was like the only Star Wars series that I read. The Jedi oh, no, training I read school. the Jedi Apprentice books. Of course you did. I love it. Do you remember those? No. They were like a young adult series, like, because when I was growing up, series, maybe they still are, I don't know, series were all the rage, like, I love Babysitter's Club, Boxcar, Sweet Valley, all the Sweet Valleys. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. And so there was Animorphs. I loved Animorphs. Animorphs was tight. Tobias, who got changed to a hawk forever, broke your heart, that story did. I think his name was Tobias. Um, so another series was The Jedi Apprentice, and it was about a young Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. I loved those. But besides those books, I also loved the, that Star Wars trilogy book series. Mm-hmm. I read this one about the um, characters in the cantina, mm-hmm. uh, about their side stories and why they were at the bar at the time that they were. Super interesting. interesting. Yeah, it was actually really interesting. Like the snail-looking dude was a priest, I believe. And he was just having trouble with his life. He well, wasn't sure where he was going. It was that's just all legend thing. now. It's all legend. Sorry. Disney just shits on things that are awesome. But I will yeah, say the new look. movies are the shit. The so far, shit. They have been great. Rogue One made me almost lactate. <laughs> like like milk. Rogue One was amazing. So right? fucking good. So, I was so nervous going into it. Mm-hmm. Like oh, this could completely just be shit and it was not and the scarif level on the video game is so cool and then after play watching the movie and then playing it's like it's so much better because you know it's at stake you know you got to get those fucking plans out to make sure that the new hope happens (sighs) but we can't forget that the force awakens was also good that was really good it's like debatable which like i love force awakens when it came Mm -hmm. out but it's debatable which one is better it might be rogue one force awakens i just was so excited for it to come out yeah I love The Force Awakens because it was such an awesome complimentary to like what the original stories were already. For sure. But I love The Rogue because it was its own type of story. It wasn't yeah. about you know, the Skywalkers. It wasn't about everybody that you knew. It just was about the actual war that everybody just wanted hard. It was just, yeah. so, so good. And people complain about Force Awakens being what? about the, the Skywalkers. Re- like, yeah. oh, Rey is going to be Luke's daughter or whatever like how annoying is that i'm like but it's not annoying because it's about like the skywalker family right mm-hmm. all of this through line of all of these movies is that family and so i think it would be dumb not for her to be related to them right? well there's also theories that it's all the same person luke skywalker no not luke uh darth vader is ray and it's just a reincarnate, and it's uh, her oh, making up Oh, so she's up just going to, like, zip down her skin. No, you're stupid! Like, Stop it. <laughs> no, Darth Vader died and was reincarnated as Rey in a planet that he hated, I, a.k.a. the desert, and uh, had to live a life of just, like, purgatory, basically, until the opportunity to right his wrongs came upon him. So the theory goes that it's the whole story is about the same person just reincarnated into a different life. Okay. And it's their or karma maybe that they keep Kylo going. Kylo or the Knights of Ren knew that she was related to a Skywalker and wanted her to go crazy like Anakin did, dropped her off at a sand planet, took away her mom and her dad, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. said, turn evil. And she just didn't. She didn't. Or maybe she did. We don't know. I wish Jin was alive, and I wish that Ray was not. I wish we could swap those. I don't know why. Do I just like really. Ray? I just prefer Jen. I love Jen. I love Jen. She yeah. was so rad. 
not that Ray is anything horrible or anything. It's just I felt like Jin had more layers to her than our little Ray did. I think Ray's going to show up in the next movie. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see it. And I'm not saying the actress did a horrible job by any stretch of the imagination. As just far as characters are concerned, I like me some Ray. Maybe it's because she's got that little Daria turmoil in her. I just adore Jin it. Jin or so. Yeah. Yeah. Jin or so, sorry, yeah. Yeah. I think Ray's got that too. She just doesn't have as... Negative as an outlook. Yeah. But she was also not like in it her whole life. And uh, yeah, exactly. Jen was just she was. Well, a her her issue is not so much with the Republic as a whole. Her issue is with whatever mm-hmm. reason she got left behind in that planet. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot more personal of a or a lot more Ray. smaller of a scale. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because yeah. Jen, her parents got taken away because of the Ray. Empire. Ray, she don't know why her parents got taken away. All she knows is she's stuck on this desert planet mm-hmm. and has to scrap. Ooh, and another theory of that reincarnation, sorry, just thought of it, was remember when she touched the lightsaber and she had that flashback of, like, Darth Vader's face and everything? That was her face. That's her lightsaber. That's why it called to her. Well, yeah. Right. Right? Because she's the reincarnation of Vader. That's what I'm trying to say. So it wasn't a flashback of remembering somebody. It was a flashback of her previous life. But wasn't that Luke's lightsaber? Um... Wasn't it Luke's father's lightsaber to begin with? Yeah, but Luke lost his lightsaber at Empire Strike Back. Yeah, yeah, that was his father's, but he lost it. He never and got it back, right? She went down there and got it for him. <laughs> oh, you shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, uh, Dude, girl. <laughs> nice. Titanic yeah. to Brady Spears to Titanic <laughs> to Star Wars. Let's bring it around. <laughs> So, all right, so that was a good we could talk about Star Wars all <laughs> really day, could. but we will spare our listeners, because this is not a Star Wars podcast. Well, it was today. It was today. Thanks to that little headband, little diva, we have got to watch that curly little hair. Yeah. Little Olivia Newton-John. A little fierce chick. She got physical. Well, thank you so much for listening, and we hope you comment on our podcast. And you can catch us on Twitter at... It is Baby Cinema. So please uh, keep listening. We'll catch you guys, kids, next week. Talk to you later. Bye.